A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Uh, hello, everybody. Thanks for pressing the button for your music at a rational volume podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Kyle. Over there's Kyle. Tonight, Kyle, what are we talking about? We are talking about songs with a girl's name in the title. I was going to say songs about girls, but I only have one of those. But it's got a girl's name in the title. That's what we went with. Most songs are about a girl, but these are about a specific named girl. There you go. Usually. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and there's... I don't know, a million of these playlists on Spotify and everywhere, but um They all suck. You know, well, yeah, like we always say, ours is well better. It just is. Yeah, everyone's gonna have your Michelle by the Beatles and your Jesse's Girl and Roxanne by the police and uh, Right. The on and on. The only one I think we had well I, I think I took it off, but I, I wanted um Letter to Elise by The Cure. Oh, yeah. Because it's one of my favorite songs, but then I'm like, well, it was on their greatest hits, and it's got a billion, but it's so good. that. But I took it off, and I put some other stuff. We Again, we cover a lot of the same ground, I think, because, you know, we put a lot of the bands that we really like, or yeah. at least a song that's not super familiar. This playlist, I think goes pretty deep there i mean there are some of the old favorites on here for sure for sure like i have uh my, my number one jane by bare naked ladies possibly one of my favorite bare naked ladies songs i was really hoping you do maybe katie i like that one better but jane i got no problem with that there's no argument in that you could have put maybe maybe katie on there you had your prerogative to do that I did. I actually didn't think about that until I saw yours. I, I thought Enid because I was like, oh, yeah, Enid's a girl. They're kind of a grandma <laughs> name. Maybe it's more popular in Canada. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, it's not that great a song. It's just okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, maybe Katie's really good. But yeah. I think Jane's got a lot more sentimental uh, value to me. It, it's on one of my favorite particularly records. I know you don't like that one as much. Is that maybe you should drive? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that one so much. <laughs> How dare you, yeah, sir? Yeah, with slight apologies to those who really like that record. I'm like, oh, okay. Maroon's probably my favorite. The new one was actually very, very good and Gordon. But, um, you know, an even stunt has got stuff that wasn't on the radio. And the radio stuff still was good, even though it got played a lot. But, um, yeah, drive. Not, not my favorite. Yeah, for them, right up until All in Good Time, when, you know, that was the first post-Steve record. But neither here nor there, because that's just one song in many that we're talking about. No, but like you said, you did B&L, um, Toad is on here, uh, Kit Moore, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, Fratelli's, you know, you had a lot of your favorites on here. Gaslight. Yeah, for sure. Al, of course. <laughs> of course. Al Yankovic's got to be on pretty much every I was playlist. I was going to go Melanie, 
but that was already on our stalker list. So yeah, that, I think I like that song better. But like you said, spread it around. And me too. I put Martin Zeller. I put a song on there just get some girls just because I really like the song. That's kind of cheating, but Bodines and Bottle Rockets, Pete Yorn, just to give them some love. We kind of kind of pooped down them a little bit last week. There, there were a couple to. of Pete Yorns that could have been on there. What else? Uh, he just does a song called Janine. It's one of his more recent ones. It's actually not bad. Oh, Hang Dogs uh, do Hey Janine that I was going to put, but I'm like, I like St. Clara Cedar Rapids better. And I don't know, Janine, that one's kind of a little bit of a, and a little bit of a negative song towards her. <laughs> and then of course I put Dave Howes and kiss and, uh, Brian Fallon and, uh, Lemonheads and Ike Riley, some ones that we really like yeah. quite a bit, but these are all, you know, unless you're in our record collection, you probably haven't heard them all. I don't think anybody's heard all of these because you definitely have some I've never heard. Um, well, that jukebox song, jukebox of the ghost, Diane. I like that. I had never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, that's a that's a sneaky one. That I, I was surprised when I heard it because a lot of their stuff is fun and it's very kind of right. You know, uh, I don't know how to describe it. But kind of remind me of the vaccines a little bit, like kind of in that same vein. The if you go if you go towards vaccines and you take a right uh, towards Queenville, they're kind of in that that neighborhood for sure. He's, he's, he's very like kind of dramatic and um, really is a performance, and there's a lot of piano in it and stuff too. So um, good song. I mean, poppy, upbeat, power poppy. If you will. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, Again, um, a lot of my stuff's going to be in that that ballpark. Hey, Julie, Fountains of Wayne. That one, I was glad to hear that. Again, I hadn't heard that in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. I missed that one. But Yeah. Uh, one I did want to mention uh, with Michael Nesmith passing recently, uh, through one, his way for Joanne. It, it's, a, it's a super country tune, and it's... But like an old in an old school country kind of way, and it it's just a good song and just very heartfelt and stuff. So, uh, listen to that one just to. When you say it's country, it's country in the in the. Sorry, I'm choking. In the sixties and seventies, like, <coughs> excuse me, kind of country in the country western kind of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure. Not quite Tex-Mex, but just in the way he sings and he does a lot of um, uh, lap steel and stuff like that. But that one, I think, was his first solo record. I should know these better. but I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up here. Magnetic South, 1970. I believe that was with the first national band. This was a lot of this stuff he was doing. And recording at the time he was still in the monkeys, but he would go off to Nashville and, and get a band and they would uh, do some studio stuff together. And I think he toured with them, but I don't th- think he always had the same people with them. Yeah. So, but great, great song. He would do that even up till the last um, 
some of his last shows. I don't think he did this on the uh, Mike and Mickey tour, but um, all of his solo stuff he did. Joanne and Rio, he did the brilliant songwriter. I love his voice. I could listen to him sing anything. And uh, got a yeah. lot of character that guy. Yeah, he's just sad that it, that he's gone. So that was a tough one. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that one in there uh, because a I love the song, and two, um, he might not be getting as much love for his solo stuff as he was getting for his uh, contributions to the monkeys. But well, no, uh, deserved, his, deserved his own props uh, for his own stuff too. He really does. And if you go through the monkeys catalog, uh, he wrote a lot of songs in there and most of them are really good. Some of them are kind of weird, but um, very good songwriter. And they always get looked at as a joke and I didn't ever think they were at all. So now they got a they lot of stuff in there for sure. I don't know. Did you what go you through any of my songs? Would you like, uh, well, I, I love For Nancy from Pete Yorn. Of course, of course. One of my favorite ones. Um, I didn't know um, the Hurricane Jane by the Black Kids. I wasn't, I'd never heard that one before. That was pretty good. Black Kids are a band that we'll probably talk about a little more. Um, that album, Party Traumatic, their first record. One of my favorite records I've ever heard. I kind of stumbled across them somewhere. They only have made two records. I think they're done. The last one, I think, was 2008. And some of these bands just disappear. It's kind of hard to get a lot of information about them. Right. But um, I don't know. They were just a fun kind of dancey party band. But that whole record's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I would have heard of it. It was really solid. So, yeah, that one I liked. Dave House, though, I mean, I don't love him as much as you do, but the songs you put on these playlists are are, are really solid and, like, really well-crafted. I don't know if anybody loves them as much as I do, except maybe his mama. But, yeah. Even then. If you listen to it, they're great songs. I like his voice quite a bit. And then if you listen to his lyrics, I'm like, oh, they, well, they don't suck. So, no, very, very well thought out, very well constructed. Yeah. Uh, the Kiss song I put on here, Shandy, obviously could have gone with Beth. But no, you couldn't. Yeah, you could if you wanted. <laughs> but uh, thought, Beth, is, Beth is one of those songs that I hear, and it just is nails on a chalkboard for me. I, I cannot get behind that song at all. Well, that was kind of a more of a Bob Ezrin constructed in the studio kind of thing, and more than a quote-unquote Kiss song. Yeah. I think Ezra had more it. to do it. He had more to do with it than Peter, Chris, or and the other guys could give a damn sure. about that one. But the same with this one, Shandy. Paul Stanley's really the only guy in Kiss that's on this record. Now, if you look at Wikipedia, it says Ace Frehley played acoustic guitar. Why? Why would he do that? <laughs> I mean, if he they wouldn't. could drag him into the studio at this point to play a solo, that was good. He really only played on his song. So this one. And Paul, in his book and elsewhere on Kissology, he says he played all guitars on this, solos and everything. I believe that because you can kind of tell it's Ace or Paul. Paul mm -hmm. does a little more simpler stuff, but it seems to fit. And the drummer was Anton Figg, of course, who played on the whole record. The bass player was a guy named Tom Harper, who was a, one of their guitar techs. And then Holly Knight, who was in a band with Anton Figg called The Spiders. Um, 
couple of years before. She's a songwriter, wrote a bunch of pop stuff um, for the 80s, bunch of stuff you guys would have heard of. You go look her up. But so that's it. And then the producer, um, Vinnie Poncia, sang background vocals with Paul. But it is a Kiss song technically, but it's, it's one just... that was bigger in Australia. It went top five. It was number one in Argentina. Here in the States, it didn't do much. Number no, yeah. 47 or something. Yeah, so. if not for your um, uh, top five that I had to listen through, I would yeah. not have heard that song and probably wouldn't have cared much. But um, Yeah, it never got played on the radio. I thought it was a good pop song, though, kind of a pop rock song. Uh, well, they were very interested about in their image, and I don't know that that really – I don't know. Maybe. maybe well, not. they had just done I Was Made for Loving You, and that was it sort of more in the disco-y kind of vein and that was a I think that went to like a number 11 so when they brought this one in you know Vinny Poncia was producing again they're like alright we can punch this up into kind of a pop song and if they could make a hit out of it you know why not it sells records and did very well in many places in the world just not in the states so hmm. interesting but good song i mean whether it's in your whether it sounds like kiss or not it's definitely a good song i like it quite a bit that brian <laughs> fallon song rosemary from his first record painkillers i love that that whole album is good uh, he just he just writes good tunes like between gaslight and his solo stuff you just can't go wrong he really does songwriting and i like that i'm seeing him tied with dave house and uh will hogue and um lily hyatt you're starting to see them on each other's projects every now and again you see little ties together which gotta, i think is gonna really bind cool. together them northeastern people yeah so i like that quite a bit oh another one i wanted to mention laura by scissor sister a band that says they're still together but hasn't made a record since 2008 um they're kind of yeah, more been of silent a, for a while a long time well they had a quote quote unquote hiatus but you know, if you haven't been, been together in 10 years, years and you haven't had a record in 14 years, you're broke up. <laughs> but this is from their first record, um, which is fantastic. Top to bottom. Not that many people I know have heard of them, but uh, if you're into that kind of, um, I don't know, sort of dancey stuff, kind of like the black kids in that same kind of vein. Yeah. But, uh, it's a good song. I like it quite a bit, but the rest of the album I think is even better. Yeah, I find they're a little bit of an, of an acquired taste. I, I have some of their songs, and um, but some of it's a little harder, a little steeper uh, <laughs> cost for entry. Well, yeah, of, but yeah. you know, a lot of our stuff, <laughs> you know, you could say that about. So that's that's fair. That's a, a lot of stuff. That's a good Okay, I don't know. Because I mean, I know people have played for tellies and, and I don't get it. I'm like, really? You don't get this? I'm like, no. Like, it's, okay. Yeah. But that happens a lot, uh, even between us. Like, yeah. I will put something on one of your uh, mixtapes and you'll be like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, you don't hear it? You don't hear its I'm awesomeness? Like a- I'm hearing it. I don't know why I'm hearing it, but uh, you thought you'd put it on here. I'm like, are you trying to punk me? I'm like, what is going on here? But 
No, we do that back and forth all the time. And I'm sure there's stuff on here too that, um, but really your list, I mean, as much as I want to rip it apart, it's got some good stuff on it. It's, it's really solid. Even the Kip Moore song. I mean, that Janie Blue, I like that song. Um, I, I just, I love the way he sings it. Well, he's, it's, it, it, it's not, it's not what you hear every day. No. It, and it's definitely not what you hear on country radio for sure, but it's so good. It's really good. And I think that's from his latest record, right? It was, yeah. Which yeah, is uh, wild heart of, of all his stuff. I think that's probably my favorite of his and I'm not a big fan, but um, I can certainly appreciate that. It's kind of in that Gary Allen kind of vein. I, I think so. Very Gary Allen sort of, I mean, in that, I think they would like to be country stars and I think they're certainly writing the material to do it, but not to get on pop radio, No, no. which I say pop country pop radio, which is what it is now. Yeah. The big difference between Kit Moore and Gary Allen is uh, Kit Moore doesn't write all breakup songs. Well, yeah. (laughs) Gary Allen's all about the pain (laughs) about the, I mean, I love him, but it's, it's a very, he does stay in his lane. Yeah, that is for sure. But um, what else we got here? This is it. Oh, I think I did put Kira on here. Okay, maybe I lied uh, about that. Who yeah, knows? they made your list. Lemonheads, Golden Smog, of course, Royal Bliss, uh, Band from Salt Lake. That's not my favorite song, but it is one of my favorite records. They do that song, Sweet Rosie, in concert quite a bit, um, going way back. Uh, yeah, that's a band I don't really six. get. They're, they're fine. Uh, I like them a lot, but they are a definite hard rock band, hard, hard rock band, not metal, but um, just a very good, solid, amazing live band. Uh, I got to meet them one time. Great dudes, but um, one of my favorites. And I think they've probably gone maybe as far as they can, especially in this environment. Like, if you can't tour, they're definitely yeah. not getting played anywhere. Well, they didn't one of them um, try out for The Voice? Yes. That that band. So the lead and singer was on, was on yeah. The Voice, and he didn't get picked. And I did talk to him about that, actually. I'm like, how did that go? What happened? I'm like, because he did heard it through the grapevine. I'm like, they have a list, right, that you pick from? He says, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't just. You can't just pull up any song you want. You got a certain ones and they kind of recommend ones for you. So he did that. I remember Adam Lamb. No, who's Adam? Whatever his name. But he looks over at Blake Shelton. He's like, he's like, he's got a good voice. But they never, they didn't turn around. Yeah. So I did ask. That happens with that show. Yeah. His name's Neil Middleton. I'm like, so. Was that a blessing in disguise? He's like, yeah, he's uh, that would have broke up the band if I would have made it on that show. And then you get a record contract, it would have been a solo contract, right. and they would have had a you know marketing and the whole thing. And in fact, I remember when he was on, he didn't mention that he was in a band, you know, he did he mentioned he had been in music, but obviously they didn't mention Royal Bliss, he didn't, right? And so it's very much a TV show, but, oh, sure. It has the illusion of artistry, and because that's what they always do. That there, and the next artist, like, can you really call them an artist at this point? If they're not <laughs> doing anything original, not really. Yeah. You know, if they're doing paint by numbers, is that really art? Uh, no, it could be argued. 
you know, you could argue that Taylor Swift is an artist. Um, I, I would, argue I would not argue that. that. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, did you see somebody online? I forget who this guy was, but he's like, she doesn't write her songs. She's like co-writer. He's like, that's different from being a songwriter. And of course she's like, yes, I do. And then of course he got backlash and then he had to backpedal and of course, you know, and Oh no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said, I'm like, you don't, What's wrong you don't mess with uh, the Swifties. Well, I've been saying that for years. I don't think it doesn't seem like her character is genuine, but she's never going to make one of our playlists. Either one. That's uh, the one no, thing. I think I would burn the place to the ground rather than. <laughs> That's the one thing on that you and I bond over probably more than anything else <laughs> is our disdain for uh her music and her voice and her character, but she who will not be named. This we both agree that stuff was not made for us. <laughs> Very true. Uh, any other ones you want to highlight while we're in here? Um, I'm just looking at mine because they're so awesome. If there's a couple um, that didn't make the list that I liked: Kim the Waitress, Veronica by Elvis Costello. I like that uh, a lot. Uh, here comes Jane Alice Velvet Underground. Yeah. Jesus and Mary Chain. Uh here comes Alice from Oh yeah. Automatic, which is one of the best albums ever. Uh there, there are some like sentimental ones for me, like Lucretia McEvil. <laughs> I I like that song. It's it's it would technically fit in our list, but not really fit. not really um, going for what we're Oh, you put on May by Gaslight Anthem. Yeah, it's from my favorite Gaslight Anthem record, handwritten, which turned out to be the second to last one. I think the last great They're one. All good. Fifty Nine Sounds still my favorite. The last record, though, with the Upside Down Heart, which I can't remember what that. I did love it. <laughs> I did not love it. Uh, oh, and uh, Sheena is a punk rocker. That was going to be on my list, uh, but they only had the Ramones version. Well, what version do you want? Uh, there's a cover by a band called the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. I really like that version. Okay. Um, so, anyway, it's not on Spotify. Off. No. Maybe they're part. If of Neil the, Young has his way, I was going to say they're part of the Rogan <laughs> protest. <laughs> yeah, like I said, they they were never going to go. Oh, Neil Young says we should. No, it's not gonna, not going to happen. Anyway, getting back to the playlist. Um, so it's about songs with girls names on it it's better than anything else on spotify and so as far as girl lists go it's a good one it's got stuff that we, we like and uh, if it doesn't like it well go listen to a different one because there's a lot of them on there so oh <laughs> we got anything else uh no that's about it it's a yeah it's a it's a very diverse playlist in terms of style and genre and uh, it kind of goes uh, a lot of places and it's kind of fun. And it's got the same five bands we always talk about. So there you go. <laughs> it's it's a lot the same, but uh, surprisingly different. So next week going to be all the same. Yes. Next week we're going to do a uh, special artist spotlight highlight. Sure. I, we don't yeah. figure out what we're going to call it. Um, but uh, we want to talk about somebody and give them some love because we feel like... Uh, very underappreciated artist. So, is it Taylor uh, Swift? I'm it is not T Swizzle. I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll save that, that one time. for when we have no ideas left. 
<laughs> we got absolutely nothing better to do. Once we play that, you better get right with Jesus because he's coming. You know it's over. Because <laughs> it's, it's the end right there. So, uh, All right. Well, until then, we'll catch you guys next time. Okay. See you. See you.